The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Transmitting from WebmasterRadio.fm World Headquarters in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Get ready to tap into the minds of the founding fathers of SEO. Rocket Rocket to the next generation of search engine optimization 3.0 with traffic that will put your website into a head-on collision. Decades of combined SEO expertise give their take on the world of SEO and give you free expert advice with their weekly site clinic. Now, here are the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, the SEO, SEO rock stars. That's right. Yes. Thank you very much. Come on in, everybody. Grab a nice cold, tasty beverage. It is that time of the week. That's right. It is Tuesday, April the 3rd, 2012. My name is Darren Babin, a.k.a. SE Guru. And, of course, I'm joined by my illustrious co-host, Chris Boggs, the Director of Thought Leadership for Rosetta. And might I say, as Chris said earlier, we are definitely bringing you one heck of an interesting uh, broadcast today. Chris is in his car speeding up the Pennsylvania Turnpike. Is that right, Chris, up the Pennsylvania Turnpike? That's right. 80 miles an hour, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a little speed with your SEO. That, of course, um, as as we've been doing for the past few weeks, we are. Um, I am coming to you from the beautiful Virgin Islands, uh, and might I say, with an emphasis on the word beautiful. Uh, and so today we're going to get into get this. You're going to like this, full. While we were out in uh, in New York for this year's SES. You know, I, I noticed that there were a whole lot of do-it-yourselfers. There, there seemed to, to be a big influx uh, of people who were brand new to the space, looking to kind of uh, make, a, make a difference and make a mark online. Um, and so I, I thought today would probably be appropriate to kind of go back and have a conversation about blog optimization. Straight up, because a lot of people are finding their way online um, and using, you know, a, a, quite simply a WordPress blog, because it is quite simple to get a website up and online, and there's so many tools for people to use these days to convert that WordPress blog into a myriad of different types of uh you know, content delivery mechanisms or e-commerce platforms, um, you name it. And so, you know, one of the big questions that, you know, I know a lot of people run into is what's, what's the best methods for optimizing your, your WordPress blog? So, I mean, you know, Chris, this is one of those that, you know, you kind of have to dive in. You know, start start throwing, uh, you know, pulling all the hoses out from under the hood, right? So you can kind of get a good idea of what the hell you need to be touching, with respect to just getting your content optimized from the basics, you know, all the way up through some of the, you know, advanced um, techniques to try and, you know, be able to get your content 
images, things of that nature, indexed. Yeah, I mean, you know, you look at this, you know, I, I, I'm glad we're doing this stuff, too. It's been a while since we've kind of dissected SEO uh, around a particular topic. And, and I think, um, you know, blogging and, and optimization, you know, as with anything, you want to be careful to, you know, not, not make it seem like you're just optimizing your blog, right? Ideally, the reason that you're optimizing your blog is because it's got meaningful content and that it can be shareable. And we'll talk about that definitely in the advanced sort of portion of the discussion later on in the show. But, you know, starting at the baseline is the technical, right? And there's a lot. The good thing about WordPress is that it seems to play nicely. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's pretty easy to do, like URLs and, 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 uh, and, and you know, server responses and, and, and redirects if needed are, are pretty well handled uh, in general as a platform. Uh, but, you know, you want to make sure uh, that you are leveraging some sort of a, uh, maybe a turbocharger or something underneath the hood. And, and I'm not familiar with a lot of the tools that are out there that help that, but you certainly want to start with the technical, right? You want to make sure that your stuff's going to be indexed, and it's going to be indexed in a manner that's friendly, uh, you know, to the algorithm and to garnering click-through and, and the kind of behavior that will increase chances of staying in the, uh, in the volatile search result pages. You know, the, the next step, obviously, once uh, you've ensured that your, your content is going to be indexed, um, is to start optimizing it, right? And, and Darren and I chatted about this for a while earlier today, and there's a lot of people out there that are doing this at the uh, level and the scale where you do need to start to consider software and, and other tools to help you manage the type of content that you're putting out. But... You know, I, and I'm not, you know, calling anyone uh, black hat or anything like that, but uh, there's different ways to handle blogging, right? And, and those people that that applies to, there's going to be a different way that you want to handle SEO probably in general, right? So, uh, you know, a lot of the, what, what I've concentrated on is, is the less uh, industrial strength blogging and, you know, the importance of, making sure that the content is, is worthwhile and unique. Uh, I think the oldest probably trick in the book from a blogging perspective is to uh, find something that someone else wrote and then write your own opinion on it. And it's frankly one of the reasons that I don't read a lot of other blogs uh, because I don't want to, you know, be accused of <laughs> thinking something, someone else's idea. So, uh, you know, I think a lot of times there's a hot topic in the industry and, and, and people will write about it, right? So you need to align that line of thinking, I think, at the very base with your blogging strategy if you want to optimize your blogs. You need to be relevant to the industry. If you're relevant and you start to prove that relevance by providing, you know, deep enough content that, um, you know, that there's going to be value there, um, you know, perceived value in the content, then that's step one, right? because you're going to start to get your content regularly indexed. It's going to become semantically associated with the topic. And then, as we know, you know, the next parts of the pyramid, obviously, are content and then linking or offsite promotion, and some people call these pillars. Uh, you know, as we know, what's yeah. going to then get that content ranked is, uh, is authority. Now, has uh, Darren joined back yet? Yeah, yeah. Actually, Chris, I'm I'm back. What can I say? Connections from the islands. <laughs> there you go, but, Chris. As I was hearing you pick up a while ago, I, 
yeah, I, I gotta say, I, I definitely agree with you. You know, as you're as you're developing out the content, um, as you get your strategy into place, you know, I, I tell people make sure that the blog isn't crawlable at that point, right? As you're getting things set up, you 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 want you want to turn that off in the general settings of the blog as you start to tweak everything out and and as you start to as Chris you were just saying making your site relevant and getting some substantive content in there. Um, and, and while you've got that, you know, kind of the spiders locked out, if you will, you know, I tell people, get in there. If, if you know, if I'm talking over your head here, let us know. Send us an email. Um, send it to Blasco at webmasterradio.fm or you can send it to us. Um, DM us on Twitter at SEO Rockstars. Um, you want to go and tweak your HT axis um, so that you can go in and rewrite your permalinks. All right, and that's really simple. You make your HT axis writable. Um, once it's writable, you go in to the permalink portion section of that blog, and you'll 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 note it gives you you know it, it almost spoon feeds you the options for how to make your URLs more friendly for the search engines and, and to be able to give um, a URL, uh, uh, you know, the title, pass your title on uh, down to the URL and, and make that URL contextual to the content that's actually on the page. So I tell people to do that, and then once you have that in place, um, and you're sure that your your titles are being written properly, um, then then go ahead and turn turn yourself on to the engine so that you can get crawled uh, in that general settings area. And um, I, I I think what we should do is I've got a fantastic plugin by by one of our our very own show hosts um, hasn't been on the air in a while, but I guarantee it you guys will love this plugin. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Yoast's SEO plugin right here on the SEO Rockstar. Stay with us, folks. You're listening to the SEO Rockstars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. 
Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Blog, blog, blog. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're the talk of the town. WebmasterRadio.fm. Thanks for listening. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. Oh, yeah, that's right, everybody. Come on back in here. I want to welcome you to this second segment of the SEO rock stars on this Tuesday, April the 3rd. 2012. My name is Darren Babin, joined by Chris Boggs, the Director of Thought Leadership for Rosetta. And today we are talking about how to optimize your WordPress blog. And I, I do want to preface, you know, before we get into this, this segment, I do want to say that ironically enough, um, you know, as we talk about how to optimize, uh, as we come out of this, uh, this last SES, uh, word has it that um, there is on the horizon an over-optimization penalty coming. You've got to love that. Chris, do you hear about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was uh, that Thursday, I guess, that uh, someone was caught mentioning something. I think it was Matt Cutts, and uh, there's been... Uh, you know, there's been some signs. I know I have some friends that fear that they were somehow bitten by it, and then there was Panda 3.4 release, I think, that some people are trying to tie together. Uh, and then there's just so much going on in terms of the releases that Google's doing right now, just this little aside, that, you know, it's hard to keep up in, in terms of what's doing what and who's, you know, which update is having what effect. And, you know, maybe, like, this Venice update, for example, is more related to local and it's just there's a lot of different stuff like that going on right now. And, uh, um, you know, an over-optimization penalty, if anything, I would think that just the introduction of sort of learned machining um, has probably already sort of uh, started to add filters that determine when stuff is just obviously stuffed. Uh, or over-optimized. So anyway, uh, you know, I think that you should be careful, obviously, from bringing, looping it back into the blogging context, uh, that you right. don't want to, like, have every one of your blog posts have the exact same three-letter or three-word keyword, for example. Uh, right. You know, there's going to be, uh, there's things that are hopefully pretty basic that you shouldn't be doing uh, that, that would draw you know, sort of a, a machine to be able to tell that you're trying to over-optimize. 
Well, Chris, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, and this, the, the reason why I brought this up was there was a lot of chatter about this, and quite honestly, I guess this is also the hazards of being an old fart like myself, is I've been around you know, this space for such a long time that when you hear there's going to be an over-optimization penalty, well, quite honestly, hasn't there always been yeah. over-optimization? Yeah, I mean, really, if you, if you keyword stuff, y- you get dinged. You know, if if you put you know same color text on a, on the same color background, you get dinged, right? Some of these old crazy tricks, but but that's kind of where that stemmed from. This has always been here. I, I think the general idea of folks yeah. is is to make your site as contextual and natural as possible without being so utterly repetitive that a human being can read it without wanting to vomit all yeah. over their screen. Yeah, you know, Darren, it's funny, right, and, and uh, not to go off too long on that subject, but that's the, you know, it's the media hype type of thing. Um, I mean, it, there's too many people, frankly, uh, that have our experience that end up having to take time out of other thought leadership or other activities to go speak to a client or to speak to an account executive to explain to them that something is not as big as it seems it is, right, just because the person read it on a blog somewhere. That's a great example. Uh, there was a Wall Street Journal article uh, somewhere around the 15th of March <clears throat> which said that, oh, Google's unveiling this new semantic search and it's going to change the whole world and everything. And when you read it, you think, well, is this really any different than what they've already been doing and unveiling over the last few years? And then, of course, Danny Sullivan comes out with a brilliant article saying the exact same thing, like, uh, me thinks uh, this, this is, you know, I, I think it's Google's PR machine going, right? So, you know, there's things and, and the way that stuff gets re-released and, and re-mentioned and so forth that for people that have been in, in, in it a while, I mean, it's kind of like the same thing as a captain of a ship, right? You know, a huge wave comes up or the ship takes a huge uh, lilt one way or the other, they're just going to stand there like nothing happened or an artillery captain, you know, with artillery rounds landing. And, you know, there's a difference once you've been in it in a while. You just kind of learn to ignore some of the hype around things like that and ideally uh, train your uh, clients and, and your account teams and, and, and uh, you know, industry specialists to not jump every time they see something like that. Indeed. Indeed. Now, Chris, I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna try and go go towards uh, some of these plugins again. <laughs> my Wi-Fi, if my yeah. Wi-Fi will cooperate. Um, so, folks, I would say you know one of the best plugins that's out there these days is Yoast SEO. Um, Yoast SEO. If if you're unfamiliar with it, I would tell you get familiar with it because it truly is um, a plugin that has taken into account. Just about everything you could possibly want to be able to control um, with respect to optimizing your your WordPress blog. Every everything from um, you know using a meta keywords tag to, um, to to how to write the titles and whether or not um, you're forcing the titles to. Uh, you know, forcing a rewrite on the titles or or not. Um, what type of, of title template you want to use, whether it's on a post or on a page. Um, the same for for the you know the taxonomies or your author archives. You can control all of this, and 
And great thing about um, about Yoast's WordPress SEO plugin is you can you know you could scroll down inside of each of these important areas, and you'll note that Yoast has gone in and he's given you a lot of help. There's very big help sections in here. Um, so let's say you want to find the best way to go in and optimize a title um, for, say, your 404 errors even. Well, he, he tells you down here exactly the type of, um, uh, of format that you should use with respect to your titles. And the, the ability to customize this thing, 20 different ways to Sunday, is here. And all of the help you would ever want um, is here to help you understand the best ways of, of formatting. Um, and whether it be your titles or, or um, even formatting your XML sitemaps, the, this particular um, plugin handles um, your, your XML sitemaps. Now, now, why is this important? Um, a lot of people don't realize that you, know, you need to do for your blog the same that you would for your website. You need to, to write into Google Webmaster Tools, um, and that way you can, you can see yourself getting crawled you have the ability to understand what the you know what the the spiders are seeing what errors may be kicking back so it's really important to do that and this is very customizable to be able to do so you can go in and and um, put your meta authentication details directly into the plugin and authorize the website so that Google knows that you absolutely own it. And from that point on, you're, you're able to, to guarantee that when you're publishing um, new content to the website, you're updating an XML file that is automatically pinging not only Google, but pinging Yahoo and pinging Ask.com. Um, so there's definitely um, some benefits to using a plugin that, that takes all of this into mind, um, and Chris, I can I, I can definitely say there's a lot of of you know plugins out there that do basically the same thing. You know, there's the Platinum SEO plugin, which is um, which is a premium uh, plugin. Uh, there there's a there's another one um, that's that's very very popular inside of uh, the plugin archive at WordPress. It's called the All in One. SEO plugin and yeah, that, yeah. you know that one is is fairly popular. But I have to say, if I had to have my my choice between any of those plugins, hands down, Yoast WordPress SEO plugin. And the reason why is I have seen sites that that did not have this plugin in it that were brand new. That I plugged in Yoast WordPress SEO plugin, did the tweaking to it, and got it set up, and which takes all of ten to fifteen minutes, folks. Like if right? it's really, really quick to set up. Once I saw that set up, within twenty-four to forty-eight hours, I saw that website indexed and showing up inside of of um, Google SERPs. So I could, I could tell you, I. 
Yeah, go ahead, Chris. Well, I'm going to say that's a good sag. I know, I do. first of all, do we need to take another break? You know, I think we absolutely do. Uh, Brasco, why don't you do that? Lord knows I can rant on and on when it comes to plugins. <laughs> Folks, stay with us. We're going to come right back right after this quick break. You're listening to the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. As you know, being an expert at f- What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f***? Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f***. Performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Looking for a white label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrand. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrands with a Z for eBrands. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. WebmasterRadio.fm. Get addicted. Get ahead. Now, let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars exclusively on WebmasterRadio.fm. Yep. That's right. Come on back in, folks. want to welcome you to this final segment here on this April the 3rd, 2012 edition of the SEO Rockstars. My name is Darren Babbitt, joined, of course, by Chris Boggs, the Director of Thought Leadership from Rosetta. And we have been talking WordPress blog optimization. And as we were going out to break... I think you gave a great uh, review, and I've heard a lot of good things about the Yoast tool uh, for anyone that doesn't know, I believe that's Y-O-A-S-T. <clears throat> uh, if I was Dutch, I would think it was J-O-O-S-T. So uh, that's on that fake natalons. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> beige natalons. Um, the, the segue there is 
or the seg, I guess, not the segway, the little machine you drive around, is that um, the, you know, the content we've talked about, the technical we've talked about, but the paramount, I believe, in my, in my opinion, the differentiator in blog optimization today is how you handle your off-site promotion. If you're not generating buzz as a result of your content or artificially generating that buzz, then you will not be ranked for traffic driving terms unless you happen to be like that guy that happens to do that thing that only you do in the world, right? And then and, and it becomes interesting and people will come and read it. But most people aren't that guy or that girl that does that thing. They're that one of those people that do that thing, right? So you've got to differentiate yourself. And that, where that is, I think, is all in the linking, and, and, and especially here in 2012, is social media. I mean, what do you think, Darren? Well, absolutely. Um, I could tell you there's um, there are some brand new plugins that that have hit the market recently. Um, you know, you'll find a lot of these pop up over at um, the Warrior Forum, which is a very active uh, online marketers forum. Um, I could tell you there's a new social signals plugin that that allows you to monitor um, all of the the content on your blog. You know, as you're publishing new posts. You know, th this this will actually monitor whether or not um, you know any of this content that you're publishing is actually getting hit within the social sphere. And obviously, the importance of that is is fairly obvious. You know, as Chris Chris was just saying, I mean, your your offsite strategy is very very important. And you know, having just come back from from SES, you know, uh, you know, it, it was. It was very, very dominant social signals, social signals, social signals. Um, and I, I would say message, you know, message received loud and clear. Um, so I, I think today's blogger has to go beyond just your typical um, pinging, you know, that, that has been being done, you know, in the blogosphere. But I think you have to now graduate beyond just pinging to publishing to you know these social hubs, if you will, that that exist, um, i.e., finding uh, finding a way so that when you're actually publishing uh, you know a new piece of content on your website, that you push to a hub such as if this then that, or or publish to only wire. Or published to ping. Yeah, but that can be done wrong. Can I interrupt one second there? Absolutely, and absolutely. Let me, let me be. Let me be honest with you here. Sometimes I see a few spurts of tweets coming from you, right? And there could sure. be some good content in there, but it seems almost like it's it's time. I know that you do some automated tweeting, and that it's timed and so forth. And frankly, I'm less likely to decide to look at all five of those and figure out, oh, that one interests me. Then, if I just happen to see a tweet come out at a certain time, or even more, if I saw one that was retweeted by someone else and so forth. So, how do you f walk that line between the sort of discerning individual uh, versus uh, more of an automated? And I'm not saying that the automated system doesn't work. And I know that you get traffic and you get tweets and and you get links ultimately out of it. But wh wh where do you walk? How do you walk that line? I mean, Chris. For me, it's obvious. I mean, you, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not the greatest example in the world for that because I, I do a lot of testing. 
not a lot of my interest. You know, that's that's always going on. So whether or not you know I'm testing some new automated thing, or whether or not you're actually seeing stuff real time come out of us. And, and so what I would say for for you know the bloggers that are listening is is keep your keep your social accounts really clean, right? Keep them clean so that when you are posting, whether it be to Posteris or Dig or Reddit, um, and and you're basically cross posting to this entire network well if if you're if you're just publishing to to these different networks say to uh ping fm or if this and that uh if you're pushing out to a social hub like this and multiple social hubs i would say don't 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 have one hub overlap another hub meaning don't don't have um you know don't have a hub that has you know twitter in it uh, and and post everything that that hub can, and then you know go over to another hub that has Twitter in it as well. Use yeah. the same profile and and post this twice. Obviously, you will have duplicate content, and, and Great. that's right. yeah. I would even want, take it a step further that you know if you know that the majority of your people that follow a certain Twitter account are also following a Facebook page or liking a Facebook page. You may want to make sure that you're not spamming them on both Facebook and Twitter. You know, see, I, I, I'm, I'm of the mindset that, you know, you can't necessarily have an identical audience. Are you going to have some people that watch both? Yeah, but, but should you curtail your content on Twitter because some of the same people are monitoring your Facebook page? I don't think so, Chris. And the reason why is... Because there are some people who thoroughly enjoy Twitter just because of the micro-publishing platform. They like micro-bursts of information. But, but with Facebook, you know, it's, it's, it's more of um, it's almost like the old school forum kind of thing. But, but you know, there are people who have very strong feelings about having Facebook accounts. I'm not going to have a Facebook account. I don't want to be in there, blah, blah, blah. And so they find themselves on Twitter all the time. So, so I, I don't think that that you know I don't think it, uh, uh, someone publishing you know new content should punish the people on Twitter because they're going to have some of the same followers within you know Facebook or within Reddit. I mean, you could say the same. So, so if 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 you follow with that mentality, then then you should only be publishing to one social site. Come on, Chris. Think about that. No, I'm saying that you shouldn't publish the same message across all of them. At least take the time to go create, you know, instead of using a machine that publishes the same thing to Twitter and Facebook, go and create a unique message at Facebook and invite feedback, right? At Facebook, you can open up comments and have people actually give you feedback. On Twitter, it is a broadcast, and people may uh, reply you at wise. I think that, you know, I, I don't know the numbers, but I would assume there's more two-way communication on Facebook than there is via ad replies and stuff at Twitter. So at least customize between the two as opposed to having one feed go to both is what I, I, you know, that's just the way I feel about it. I know that there's a success in that, and you're right, Darren. There's never going to be an, uh, an apples-to-apples audience and exactly same audience, so you do want to try to make sure that they get your content. 
But in either case, be human about it. The more human about it you are, the better is, is my ethos on that, even if you are using machinery. So thank you, everyone. This has been uh, SEO Rockstars on April 3rd, uh, 2012. Hopefully, if you're really lucky, you get the chance to listen to this on the Pennsylvania Turnpike, and you'll experience the same beautiful views that I did while recording this episode. Uh, so on behalf of Darren Babin, uh, poor guy, you know, he's got bad communication issues in the Virgin Islands. Uh, thanks, everyone, mm-hmm. and we'll see you next week. Uh, please feel free to share some comments at the podcast and uh, let us know if you want some more of this type of content.